Cap. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. These employees that are always wanting, a, you know, a pat on the back, I don't have time for it. You think people are running by me telling me what a good job I'm doing on this show? Hi-ho, hi-ho! Jeff Lutz. Never. And there's a reason for it. You're not doing that good of a job. Oh, shocking monsters. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Listen to this if you can. Welcome back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz here for the next hour. Max Power Producing and Engineering. I'm just looking at the list of Oscar winners. Uh, kind of to, to my point, there hasn't been a movie that I've absolutely loved win an Academy Award since 2010. No Country for Old Men? No, The King's Speech. Oh, that was a good movie. Um, which is strange. I think that will change this year uh, with Oppenheimer. Anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. Wanted to talk about the Shockers. Uh, a loser on the road yesterday to Temple. Uh, playing typical up-and-down Shocker basketball. Part of the reason for the frustration is you see this team play well for periods of time, and then they just completely fall apart for periods of time. They dig holes for themselves that they're not quite able to dig out from, uh, and it's kind of become a little bit of a pattern. They have Memphis at home on Sunday, then a road game, two road games actually, one at Florida Atlantic, the next at South Florida. I think they're in danger now of kind of going over here for a little bit before they pick off that first American Athletic Conference victory. Well, Memphis has struggled with Tulsa, and then who was it yesterday? Was it SMU? SMU was pretty good. Uh, and then Florida Atlantic lost to Charlotte. Which yeah, they make play any down. They, they've had a strange season. Uh, but when they're good, they're really good. Uh, so, yeah, you can't. You can't completely dismiss the Shockers from any game because, in my opinion, they've got enough to beat anybody in the American. Mm, No, I really don't think the American's that strong. Who can score? Colby Rogers. Sort of. When he's in the zone, uh, I like uh, like, uh, Poto the second half he had yesterday. How they get that from him more often, I don't know. Uh, Quincy Ballard. They don't get him the ball enough. I don't know what it is. Maybe in practice he's not he as good as he. I don't know that he has offensive moves. He's kind he of had a, a couple yesterday that were pretty impressive. Uh, he was pretty good yesterday. Yeah, he doesn't get a ton of shots. Dalen Riginal uh, is a tremendous rebounder, energy guy, needs to be on the floor. Fortunately, they started him. Uh, not a great score. He uh, could be. He can shoot, as Taylor mentioned, but he hasn't translated it to games, and I just oh, got to have it. that. Why can't the Shockers ever shoot? Uh, it under Isaac Brown, uh, the the last years of Greg Marshall, they weren't great, and now here in the early part of the Paul Mills era, they're just not shooting well from any distance, really, but especially the perimeter. Well, they don't have good shooters, right? That's the easy answer. I mean, to that. Xavier Bell should be probably better. Colby Rogers has had really good games, but he's been cold lately. Original, you would think, would make a couple. Uh, it just isn't isn't going down. Isn't they happening. Played better. Uh, they played much better earlier 
in the year, which makes sense. They're on a five-game losing streak. And they've played more difficult teams. I don't know if Temple is that good. They're okay. They're a tip. They're they're a team that you know you got to play to beat them. What is going on? Shocker's shooting thirty percent from the three point line, forty three percent overall, only sixty eight percent from the from the free throw line. They're out rebounding an op- opponents by more than six per game. They are well underwater in assists. They are turning the ball over at a very high rate. 183 to only 155 for opponents. They don't have nearly as many steals as their opponents. Uh, those are kind of the subset uh, categories that I think it's interesting to look at. Yeah, you're looking and for help playmakers. E- help explain why this team has struggled. Uh, but I don't know what they do. There's really no, there's nobody on the bench that they can go to. I haven't been uh, too impressed so far with Bijan Cortez or Ronnie DeGray. Well, yeah. Ronnie had a couple moments yesterday, but I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Bijan Cortez, I mean, wow. Just been not good. Well, he's listen, he got he's been out all year. I get he it. Got thrown into the Missouri game. And was it the Missouri game or was it the K-State game? It was the game after Missouri. One of those. And here you go. Well, here we are. I understand. Tough. That's tough for anybody. Uh, okay. Give the kid a little break. I'll give him a break. But, you know, make a shot, dish out an assist, take care of the ball, do right something. Right now, five assists to 12 turnovers. Uh, but that's not unusual on this team. Uh, Xavier Bell, 42 assists, 39 turnovers. That's not good enough. No. They got to clean that up. They don't have a true point guard. Uh, they don't have somebody who is a proven distributor of the basketball. It's just a steadying or a force. Or leader. Right. They do not have that. And that's that shows in almost every game. Because it's tough to do that from the bench as a coach. You, you, you got to have you got to have that guy that is your eyes and ears. Yeah, it's not there for the Shockers the right now. We expected maybe it would be Cortez. Maybe he can develop into that at some point. Now, can I uh, pick a bone with Mark Adams? Yes. I know Wichita loves this guy, ESPN broadcaster, and I'm sure he's a wonderful, wonderful man. I know if we sat down and had dinner together, it would be a fantastic conversation. I'd like to hear from him. But as a color analyst on basketball, if I was a Temple crowd watching that game yesterday, I'd be irate because it was a Wichita love fest. Mark Adams loves Wichita. Apparently loves so. Loves the Shockers. Apparently we love him right back. Uh, it, was, it was to the point of being uncomfortable. And maybe people will look at me and go, oh, come on. He's giving us our props. We love him. He says great things about Wichita on a national broadcast. The Wichita Chamber of Commerce probably wants to kick me right out of town right now. Are you nuts, Lutz? This guy's giving us props on ESPNU. What kind of stuff did he say? Was uh, just, it about the town itself, Duda Dino? Yeah, all that about stuff? the town itself, wearing a, throwing out a T-shirt that has we, you know, something about Wichita. It's just too much. I don't know. That's not what I want it's from my color guy. Not what a professional broadcaster on a national broadcast should be doing. If we heard that 
Uh, I'll just say this. If Fran Fraschilla, who kind of goes there once in a while, not he doesn't go over the top. But if every game he did in Lawrence, he was like, oh, you come out here to Lawrence, it's the greatest place in the world. Now, Dick Vitale did that. Yeah, Dickie V. You know, you have to have some personality, but you also have to be able to rein it in at some point and call a basketball game. And and present your viewers with the truth and real analysis. And yeah, it's all a love fest. And that, uh, whenever a coach is doing color, a former coach, it it just doesn't hold much water for me, because they're never going to be critical of a coach. Never. Name one. I hear you. I get it. They're a fraternity. We hear it all the time. So it's probably true. Co- they make you believe that coaches are the end all and be all of every of everything in the world, and in their world, that's probably valid for them, I guess. Sure. But when I'm watching a game, and I've learned my lesson now, the next time I'm watching a game, and Mark Adams didn't Mark Adams say he wasn't going to do games anymore or something uh, he like found that? His way back. Uh, he's also a baseball coach somewhere. Which, you know, he can't be a bad guy if he's a baseball coach somewhere. No, he's not a bad guy. I'm not That's, saying he's a bad guy. There's no, there's I not never even, said he was a bad guy. There's not a universe Don't put words on in, in the galaxy that he would be a bad no. guy. Am I a bad guy for bringing this up? Mm. No, be honest. I mean, we got to call it like we see it. Couldn't I have just let it go? Or no. does it? did it overwhelm me to the point where I was literally angry yesterday? I guess that. And I called a friend of mine immediately after the game. And not, I didn't. The first thing I said was, "Man, the shockers!" It was, "Ugh." <laughs> Did you listen to Mark Adams? Uh, I saw you post something about the play angry thing, which also I'm beyond. We need to get past beyond that. tired of. We love you, Antoine. And uh, at the time you reintroduced that, it had a place. Uh, Paul Mills is not a play angry coach. Thank goodness. He is uh, not. He's a tactician a basketball-minded coach. Um, I think he's the right guy. Now, listen, it's way too early to say for sure, but I just feel like they hired the right man to get this done. He needs to work this roster over. Uh, He needs shooters and ball handlers in the worst way because they don't have them. Are they out there? I don't know. Are they out there for a team like Wichita State? I don't know. But man, you gotta have them. You do. And I don't know how you get them. You get you got Marcus Williams coming in next year. T.J. Williams. T.J. Marcus Williams. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's named Marcus in my in my brain. Um, and they got a prize recruit. I can't remember the kid's Zion name. Zion Pipkin. Yeah, something like that. And he's a guard, and surely he can handle it, right? I don't know. We'll see. Well, T.J. Williams has been handling the basketball at height. Yeah, he's uh, he's their point guard. So you gotta, in, in my in my opinion, the player that Paul Mills uh, desires are players who can handle the ball and shoot. And on this roster, unfortunately, he's left short. So they're having to rely on defense and rebounding, which is not a fun way. That, that, nobody goes to practice every day. Looking forward to playing defense and rebound. Well, that's not a style that most fans enjoy. No, but that's what this team has to do to win. Right. If they have any hope at all, and that's a tough message to preach. Guys, 
you got to defend for 40 minutes every game or we're not going to. I mean, that's tough, and you've seen the defense come and go. It's Yeah, it's when hard. They, when they pin people down defensively, they can be really good. Uh, but that's hard to do over the course of a whole game when you're not deep. And the Shockers don't have any depth, so they're asking their players uh, to go some. out. Not quality depth. I haven't seen the quality depth Okay, yet. that's fair. Isaac Abide seems to be out of the rotation. Isaac Abide is not playing. Uh, so in terms of quality depth, it's a struggle. So it's very difficult to win basketball games right now for the Shockers. And I don't know if I see that changing in the near future. I'm with you. You're getting no pushback from me on any of that. We'll see once they get into uh, deeper conference play, how some of these teams look. We know Memphis and Florida Atlantic is going to take a ton to even really stay in those games. Uh, but after that, who knows? Well, we'll see. We'll see. How many people are going to be at the Memphis game? A lot because Memphis. And it's a noon Sunday tip, which is outstanding. So you can go to the game. You still got time to watch freezing. your NFL. It will be freezing, but there'll be a good crowd. Uh, okay. I think there'll be a good crowd. You ask me. All right. Don't ask me if you don't want the answer. Oh, that's your well, opinion. The, the, my pet peeve is when somebody. I want the answer. I just think you're wrong. When somebody asks me a question, I give them the answer. They go, ah, oh, uh, that's my. It's okay p- to have an opinion. What you don't think they'll have a no, crowd? No, I do not. Well, we'll see. It'll I think be very cold. People are disillusioned by the team, by everything that's happened over the last three or four years. They know that Memphis. Well, we gotta have a we gotta have a regrouping. They know that Memphis usually comes in and hammers us. We gotta have a regrouping of uh, of. But people. that can't happen until they start to win. Uh, Sunday's high. Saturday's high is 20. So it'll be nice in 20. I mean, that, you know, 20 is not warm by any stretch. A lot of people have to walk. But 20 you can get through. If they were playing this Sunday at noon with a high of 6, no way. It is Saturday. Why did I think it was Sunday? I think it's Saturday. You're probably Maybe right. it's Sunday. No, you're probably right. No, now you got me confused. I, I think it is Sunday. Or is it Saturday? Oh, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> Sunday. Uh, Sunday. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be more difficult. I had it in my brain it was I Saturday. I thought you said Sunday the first yeah, time I may you have. talked about it. Listen, what I say and what I mean don't always match I up. I get it. So you do you do the best you can with limited uh, and I'm not by any stretch advocating people don't go to the game or that it should be a small crowd. I'm just well, I, I think you go to any game where you're playing a a team like Memphis because you're curious about Memphis. There'll probably be some K State fans in town who want to go for Naquan Tomlin. Tomlin, who was in foul trouble uh, yesterday. Well, they were lucky to get that game against SMU. Uh, so we'll see. We will. I, I want I want Wichita State basketball to catch on again with the well, community. I like, I like Paul Mills. I'm just I, gonna. I want them I'm to just start winning out there. Yeah, we all uh, like Paul Mills. He that's, wouldn't know me from Adam. That's why we're rooting for success. You know, there was a day when he'd know me, uh, but now he, Not I was anymore. out there the other day to do the podcast with Paul Sullentrop. Haven't seen I it. Happened to you? Haven't heard that yet? Boy, no. it's good. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if Paul's released it yet. Man, uh, I got to talk about my podcast for a second. Well, wait a minute. We'll okay. get to it later. Uh, right now, we're talking about my podcast. I know. 
Uh, anyway, I ran into Kevin Saul. He didn't even know me. Really? I had to introduce me, myself. Wow. But then, he, you know, he knew You've me. You've never then. met him in person before? Never. That's craziness. Uh, yeah. East Carolina beat Tulsa last night. Interesting. And UAB uh, beat South Florida. I'm very fascinated by the American because of the new teams. I'll right. see how long that lasts. Not long. Uh, but, yeah, I'm for right now I'm into it. We'll take a well, break. I want to tell you about my podcast. What about it? Your podcast. I interviewed uh, at Channel 12, yes, on the Roku app. I interviewed uh, Jamel Holoparic on Thursday. Lovely woman. And my chair kept, like, slinking down. So you'll see, like, my head and my shoulders throughout most of the interview. It's awful, but we're going to put it up and see what happens. Well, that's just, why can't we get a chair that works? That would be nice. Well, what, what are you, you're blaming them? No, I'm not blaming anybody, but what am I supposed to do? Go get a different chair. During the show? Yes. And say, hey, Jamel, hold on. Or cut the, cut the tape. Yeah, I need to figure out how to do I know how to do it. Still uncomfortable doing it. But, yeah, that's probably what I should have done. Max, I can't hear you. Let's get to Max, who always calls right at the end of a segment. Not always. Always. Max, what do you have? I love when you're in this kind of mood, Bob. I love when you and Jeff are going back and forth. And even when Jeff makes great points, it's not enough to convince you. What got you irritated Thank this you. morning? You like that about me? Jeff can't please me no matter what. It's true. I, I think it's great. And I think the secret to the Shocker's success is Henry Thangval needs to get some more minutes. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Capen, your, your fellow Capen alum. Hey. Come hey, on it couldn't now. hurt. We got to get them boys in there. Hey, he can hit some threes. That's what we can't do. I thought Shockers looked great against Western Kent and Richmond. I actually thought after the Richmond game, after seeing the way Poto and Ballard were playing, that they'd give KU some fits, and I couldn't have been more wrong. I, I'm disappointed in the Shock so far. I do like Paul Mills as well. Let's give him a couple of years, but eight and seven start not what i was looking for thanks guys no and this this wasn't what anyone was looking for frankly i mean they max hung up max is well, was he disconnected. got his point in and uh, usually he stays on for 10 12 minutes <laughs> well max is, is one of our a-listers no doubt uh so we appreciate it max when we come back we'll do a bob and jeff draft movies that have won the academy award for best picture since 1990 we'll both pick eight and then we'll put it out for debate. Stay with us. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, we are ready for the Bob and Jeff draft. We pick a topic. Today's topic is Oscar-winning movies since 1990. We do a coin flip. Each of us pick eight movies uh, going back and forth. And the person who comes up with the ba best eight movies, as judged first by Max, then by Twitter followers, uh, wins a grand prize. I can't wait to see Max, what that let's is. let's hear the music. Jeff, let's do the flip. Call it. Heads. Tails it is. I'll let you go first. What? Oh. I thought... Okay. 
<clears throat> well, I want those next two. And I'm interested to see what you take. I'm going to go all the way back to 2007. One of my favorite movies of all time. I can't get my wife to watch it with me, which is upsetting. Because she can't, can't get past the very early scene where a law enforcement officer is strangled. Imagine that. It's called No Country for Old Men. Thank you for doing that. Set me up nicely for a smooth sailing type of victory. I'm going to take Schindler's List and Forrest Gump. Um, my next two are, why don't you give a little information, man? What do you need information I'll on? I'll go Those back are... all the way to 1991. This was uh, one of the great movies that people still talk about seeing today. It, it stands the test of time. The great Jodie Foster, Silence of the Lambs. Okay. My next pick goes back to 2001 and a fabulous movie one sure to make you weep a beautiful mind oh i think i just wrapped her up no not even remotely close i'm going to take gladiator you're trying to take movies that you that you think the public wants you to take that's well they're best picture winners that's that's awful. Well, I want to win. I didn't even I didn't even write that down. I I didn't. Gladiator? Yeah, I like Gladiator, but I wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't be on my top. You're absolutely insane. Um, next one's tough. I will go. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. The uh the date that it goes back to nineteen ninety dances with wolves. Hmm. All right, my next two. I mentioned this uh, one earlier. One of my favorite movies. So I yeah I am drawn to my favorite movies. Well, do it. Uh, that I also think the public must have liked too. Uh, I love this movie, The King's Speech. <laughs> Fine and movie, but. Has and anyone my second, seen it twice? Yeah, of course, I have. Nobody. Uh, from 2006, a movie I've seen probably four times, The Departed. You are just lining them up for me today, and I appreciate it. I'm killing you in this, Jeff. I could not feel better. I will take Titanic. <laughs> there it is again, trying to get the people on his side. Titanic is a movie people watch. And Braveheart. What do I have? Two more, three more. Yes. Um, I will go with uh, another. Hold on here. Let me uh, let me think here for a second. A fantastic movie from 1999. The Oscar winner from that year. It's called American Beauty. Another one nobody wants to watch. And from 1992, one of my all-time favorite movies, I watched it for the first time in a hotel room in Terre Haute, Indiana. Wayne's World? 
Unforgiven. Oh. You've got one. Uh, how many more do you have? Well, you have Kevin Spacey, and I have Mel Gibson. So, well, how many more do you have? Two. How many more do you have to public pick? Public vote. Um, I will go Slumdog Millionaire. Okay, not in a good movie. And my last choice, I'll stick with the. I'll stick with the general theme and go Million Dollar Baby. Ah, man, that was the one I wanted. I will uh, then. Your last pick. Pick the 2008 Academy Award winner, The Hurt Locker. It's a good movie. Again, but I just don't know if that's one people go back to. So here are my good. eight in no particular order, and we'll, we'll get to Max here in a moment as he gets a, a little bit of time here to digest and evaluate. Uh, my eight are The King's Speech, No Country for Old Men, The Hurt Locker, the Departed, A Beautiful Mind, American Beauty, Unforgiven, and Silence of the Lamb. You may be named two tops movies there that are people's favorite movies. Maybe Silence of the Lambs is somebody's favorite movie, and maybe A Beautiful Mind. But after that, well, no. No Country for Old Men's in my top five. But it's not your favorite. King's Speech is in my top ten. The Departed is in my top ten. They're good, all good uh, movies. A Beautiful Mind is in my top ten. These are movies. But you're not going to get together with somebody and watch and, The and Departed. And Oppenheimer has just moved into my top ten. Do you understand that? I guess. Well, I don't know what. Well, either you understand it or you're not. You're going to get together and watch Forrest Gump. Or I, get, I don't get together and watch Forrest Gump. You, I've never invited communal, anybody in my that's life. That's a communal movie. I've never invited a commune over here to watch Forrest I'm just Forrest saying, Gump. you'll get together with your family what and are watch your, I, I wouldn't be, be, be with my family to watch that in a million years. Schindler's List, Forrest Gump, Gladiator, Dances with Wolves, Titanic, Braveheart, Slumdog Millionaire and Million Dollar Baby. This isn't even... Max Sots. <laughs> uh, when I think of Schindler's List, I think of the Jerry Seinfeld episode where he was making out during the movie. Bob's well, list is Jerry, far... I mean, Silence of the Lambs, Beautiful Mind, The Departed. And Jeff, if you haven't seen American Beauty, you don't know what you're missing. I've seen it, but I've seen it. Well, you don't need to see it again. Well, I certainly don't need to see... Titanic. The boat sank. The water's cold. Get in the shower and try to talk for ten minutes with with the ice cold water. Come on. Sounds like uh sounds like we know where Max yeah. is going Bob, here. Bob, Great. You know, Put it Gump on and Gladiator Twitter. are good. Million. I don't want to see Hillary Swank killed, being beaten up by boxing. Ugh. I saw that when. Did the, I win this, Max? Oh, yeah. In your estimation. E easy. Well, there you go. There's an easy win. Well, I'm going to win it on Twitter, 85 to 15. We'll see. I'll get it on Twitter when we take a break. I, do, I, don't, I don't agree with you. Okay. I think I just picked a fantastic list of movies. But I think about people, movies people like generally, and I have that list. Well, I don't, I don't agree with you. I think you picked a nice list. There's some nice movies on there. Uh, but as Max said, the boat's going down, folks. 
Yeah, but people have seen see Titanic a bunch of times. There's not a people need to have see seen it again. Forrest Gump a bunch Why of times. Why do you need to see Titanic a, a bunch of times? Historical perspective. It never changes. The no boat mo- hits a rock. No movies change. The boat hits an iceberg and you're done. It's a historical movie. Dances with Wolves. History. You don't. You haven't seen Dances Gladiator. with Wolves. History. Have you even seen Dances with Wolves? Braveheart. No, no. Answer my history. I Schindler's List. History. Answer my question. Have you seen Slumdog Millionaire? Culture. You're, you're avoiding. Have you seen Dances with Wolves? <laughs> Million Dollar Baby. No. Answer Clint my question. Eastwood. I should have made it. You had to have to have seen the movie. I don't even know if I've seen eight. Let me see. I've seen Green Book. I've probably seen some that I didn't write down. I saw Argo, King's Speech, Hurt Locker, uh, American Beauty, Titanic, Force Gump, Schindler's List. That's it. Good grief. So you've never seen most of the movies you suggested as being amongst your eight. I guess. I hope that hurts your vote on Twitter. I sure hope it doesn't. Well, it sure as heck should. Are there any others that I didn't write down that I've seen? Did you ever see Million Dollar Baby? Mm-mm. We own Slumdog Millionaire. Wait a minute. He didn't see Million Dollar Baby? I know. It's Uh unbelievable. It's unbelievable to me. I think I might have seen Birdman. Birdman was great. I know that I at least turned it on and started watching it. I love Birdman. I don't remember if I finished it. All right, Max. Thanks for uh, weighing in with the popular vote i mean i'm gonna get no this. that's not a popular vote no, i'm gonna one, get this one guy it's an exit poll i appreciate it and uh i, I become a little bit numb to winning honestly well, let's find out <clears throat> of course we have the national championship game being played tonight down in houston washington and michigan we've all picked washington with the number one and a half i did most people are picking michigan to uh cover this and win uh not a lopsided score, but I, I'm going to believe in Michael Penix Jr. until I don't believe in him anymore, and I don't foresee that happening. I think he's the best player on the field tonight. I think he should have won the Heisman. Uh, I voted for him to win the Heisman. I need to get more credit for that nationally. Well, he didn't and, win, so. And you, well, but he should have won. Why? Because I voted for him. Okay. I pick the Heisman winner every year. No, I guess not. Until this year. This is your first miss ever? It is. Really? It is. How would you know that? Because I keep track. (laughs) That's funny. Why are you chuckling? I don't know. Why would you keep track? Because I like to know. I like to know who I voted for. Do you have it, like, written down somewhere? I got it on my computer. Good job. So, you know, I mean, those things matter. What, am I supposed to be flipping about it? I'll vote and never uh, go back to it again and... I wouldn't. I would never go back to it again. I'd have my vote submitted. I'd do my homework on it, and then put it out there, and then I'm done. Well, I'm a guy that likes to uh, go back and look at. Well, that. it looks like you have a pretty good batting average on on that. Well, it's been uh, fairly clear. I don't. I don't think. I don't know why the kid from LSU is good as he is. Uh, he was my second guy. I didn't, I didn't want to give him the Heisman. Michael Penix is undefeated. I hear you. And no one would have, I think, complained if he had won it. And I don't know if he's the best player on the field or not. Well, we'll see but tonight. He's certainly one of the top two or three, I would imagine. Will you be watching the ball game tonight? I'll watch some of it. <laughs> what would it take to get you interested again? 
I got Pacers and Celtics anything, tonight. You, I got Celtics are going to roll the Pacers. Eh, probably. As they do every time. We beat them on national TV. Uh, and I got CM Punk coming back on Raw. Why don't you like the, uh, the Celtics? I saw you tweeted no, that. Ju- I just don't like their attitude. And Jason Tatum is such a fake, tough guy. I just don't like him. I well, respect him. I like Jalen Brown. But that's the team that uh, everyone's gunning for. Well, I like them. I don't, don't want to like them. I like them. No, you don't. I do. You wouldn't like Jason Tatum if you, had, if you had to watch lot. him. I watched the Celtics times. play quite often. In fact, uh, this year of the NBA games I've seen, and it's not a ton, it's probably been more Celtics than anyone else. Jason Tatum has just the look of a guy who's going to fail in the playoffs and cost his team a series. Well, I or hope maybe it, he won't. I hope he doesn't. He's out of my second hometown of St. Louis, and uh, we love him there. Well, the Whenever Celtics, I get back to St. Louis, that's all we talk about. Celtics are the best team in the NBA. There's no. Will I make a trip to St. Louis this summer for Dick? No. Why do you say that? Because you haven't. Just going on history, recent history. But now I'm, you know, I'm feeling a little better. Get my wife in the car. We drive over. I got a lot of energy. Anybody can tell listening to this show today. I've got a lot of energy. But what about that one right to your right? Well, we'll take her with us. Good luck. Take her to the game. I'm sure she'll be happy with 13 hours in the car. They have a dog day uh, at Bush Stadium. They sure do. What about the other uh, many, many hours of that trip? I don't know how this youngster would handle uh, the dog day at the ballpark. She'd probably love it. We're going to take – do they do that down here at Riverfront? Absolutely. We're going to take her this year. I think you should. Can you just sit in your seat with them? Yeah, of course. Do they have to be on your lap? or do they, do I think they, they, have, they have to be on a leash. And you sure. To, I mean, duh. You have to keep them with you. You can't just let them go run around. Oh, but Duh. So why would – I don't get the question. Well, then. do they have to be on your lap? It's no. a very simple question. I couldn't put it any uh, – Well, it seemed like you were asking if they had to stay with you because, I mean, why would they be on your lap? Well, I don't know. They, you don't have to buy a ticket for them. Well, I don't know why they'd have to be on your lap. Otherwise, I, you know, that's why I thought maybe they had a rule. I don't think so. Uh, you know, League 42, <laughs> most, most of the time we're doing this show, during the breaks, what am I doing? League 42 stuff. I am. And sometimes it can get frustrating because we're all trying to nail everything down with rosters. So just now I hear from a father who I'd been trying to reach for weeks. And it's of a kid that I'm thrilled she wants to play, but we dropped her from the roster because I could never get a hold of the parent. Now he's emailing me saying he has a different phone number. Uh, Weeks after we dropped the young woman from her team's roster. So now i got to clean that up. It's tough. Not envious. Why don't you just let it go for two hours every day and then get back to it after the show? Can't. Not wired that way. I like to have something to do during the break anyway. Uh, so it's helpful to me. It makes the breaks go quicker. Uh, so I like com- combining doing the radio show and then during a break 
doing some touch-up things when it's necessary. It's not necessary every day, but today is a busy day. So that's what I do. Well, that's all good. Keep it up. Do what you got to do. Do what you want to do. This is what I want to do. Perfect. Then I'm all for it. Except when we get things like this happen. Then I got to figure out, what. Well, what, how am I going to address this? How what are you going to address it? I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't need you to question me. I'm just asking. That's, that's a question. But questioning is like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. That's why I think questioning. No, that's a comment. No, but that's questioning someone. Why did you do that? That's questioning. You ever ask me that, I'll punch you right Why, in the nose. What are you going to do is just curiosity. In fact, I'll, I'll probably punch you right in the nose for that. Bring it. Just don't worry about it. not worried. Don't say a word. How okay, about that? Perfect. You say that about a lot of things. So what, if, what am I supposed to talk to you about ever? Well, my perfect world would be that nobody. <laughs> I mean, I can arrange uh, that. Few people talk to me, and but that. Listen, I I love people. <laughs> sure and, you do. Well, I do like people. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, talking to people is one of my favorite things. I yeah, I've, that's yes, there I've are seen certain that. People I do enjoy talking to, such as. Uh, I don't need to start naming names. Oh, that's no fun. But uh, there are people out there that I enjoy having a give and take with. You're uh, welcome. Hearing what they have to say, sharing my thoughts. Uh, just yesterday, the call I made after the game, I enjoyed that to Ron Mendel. Outside of, Do you know who Ron Mendel is? Of course. Who is he? Former Shocker, your longtime friend, curly hair. Have you ever met him? Dozens of times. Really? Yes. He played in the '60s for crying. Long out. time ago. <laughs> Whose opinion do you trust outside of your wife more than anybody else? Whose opinion do I trust outside of my wife more than anyone else? Yes. I think I know the answer. Uh, that's a that's a tough question. It is tough. Um, well, I've I've grown. Boy, are you talking about life or League Forty Two? Life. Uh, Which I mean, League Forty Two is probably my friend Maggie. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know, I bounce a lot of things off her over the over the years. Right. Uh, but that's a good question because I don't really go to many people for – I go to different individuals for different kinds of advice. I understand. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't ask people for advice very often. I don't necessarily ask for advice, but I – You bounce things. I bounce – like this one. I bounce a situation out there, and uh, sometimes people are helpful, and sometimes they do what you did. What are you going to do? My friend Randy and Griffiths is that guy for me. He's kind of like my moral compass. I have a bone to pick with him. No, you don't. I read a Facebook post of his yesterday. I looked at my kids' grade cards. This is Sunday night, and they both got straight A's, and I'm ha and oh, that's great. He waited until Sunday night to look at the grade cards? I don't know. I don't know, well, what, ask the, him about I don't know that. what the timeline was. Well, but did, you know what I'm saying. When I brought home a grade card, do you think my parents, I put it over there, I'll get to it Sunday. Oh, man, I wish. Well, I wish that. I wish my parents had been that way, too. The minute you walked in the door with a grade card, I grabbed it. Man, I tried to get him out of the mail a couple times. Oh, I was so close once. And he waited until Sunday night. I don't know. Maybe he just waited to post about it till Sunday night. 
Maybe they just no, came. No, he said, I just looked at my kids. Well, that's probably on the computer. Maybe they just digitally got it up on Sunday. All right. That is it for a Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope you will be as well. Have a good night.